well, 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 your boy Delhi is back where he belongs. And let me tell you, I miss you guys so much, if only you know. Just that, I was super busy, man. Just couldn't find the time to uh, do the show. Then my computer died on me, my main computer. I'm substituting right now, you know. But um, it feels good to be back. And we're going to be talking about the issues and um, one thing though, we can agree to disagree, but one thing we cannot lead ourselves to do is to hate each other, okay? Let's all agree on that. Well, we're going to be discussing the issues, whether we agree or not, like I said, and I uh, hope that you will learn something and uh, you can also teach me something because I would love to hear from you guys also. And um, But uh, a lot is happening Behind the scenes, one of those things is uh, the brand new website or the brand new portal that, that we've recently launched and it's called Amp Social. Amp Social is our own social media platform for black folks, brown folks, and quite frankly, anyone who wants to be a part of it. Just make sure that you're spreading positive message, uplifting message, and inspirational message. All right, that's AMP Social, ampsocial.net, ampsocial.net. Check it out. I'll be back. We're going to take a quick break, and I'll be back right after these messages right here on Soul Food and Lemonade. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Soul Food and Lemonade. It's me, Delhi. You know, man, over the last few months, we have gone through coronavirus. We've gone through uh, uh, hate speeches and hate and uh, protests. It's been crazy. But nonetheless, we must continue the fight and the struggle for human rights and justice and the end of police brutality. That's what it's about. Um, too many times we have been marginalized and taken for granted. The cops do not, uh, do not respect us. They come into our neighborhoods, not living in our, our neighborhoods nonetheless, and they um, come there, they make arrests, they gun you down, they uh, plant drugs in you, and so on and so forth, and then they go back to their suburbs and they sleep well at night. Well, I am so happy that finally... 
Black folks are raising up in great numbers and saying enough is enough. And it's not just black folks who are tired of it. White folks are tired of it too. They are out there on the front lines demonstrating with us, black folks, and protesting with us. And um, in so some cases, some of them are even looting, looting alongside some of us. But my thing is that if you see someone looting, why do you have to feel the urge to join in and do the same thing? That makes your community look bad. It makes you look bad. And worst case scenario, it can also get you killed. Why risk your life for doing dumb stuff? I just don't get it. But if you've been following the news closely and listening to the things Donald is saying to the nation, we all should agree that he is out of control. Um, quite frankly, I believe that he has a mental disorder because no one in their right mind will say and do the things that this president, well, oops, I call him a president. No, he's not a president. That Donald does on a daily basis. And we have to call him out every time he says something that is false. Every time he lies, every time he misleads the country, we must call him out. But I also believe that the media plays a huge role in um, fanning the flames of lies, among other things, that he does on a daily basis. I feel that if the media stop reporting on Donald, then he will have no attention given to him. And hopefully, if he has no attention, he will shut the hell up and go to work because he's not, he's not done anything since he's been in office other than try to, to get rid of everything that President Obama has put in place. I believe that, as well as you, believe that he's bad for the country, he's bad for the world, and he's bad for, this, for the citizens of the United States. He's bad for economy. He is bad for, he's just bad. The guy is just bad. And he's not trying to change for anyone or anything. But we must continuously call him out for the lies that he is telling the nation. He is literally misleading the country and causing all this racial tension. And like many other people believe, I too believe that he's trying to start a race war. One that more than likely he will not win. Because American people are not stupid. They're not. And so, furthermore, immigrants to this country are really not stupid either. So, we just hope that he curb his enthusiasm for war, or warmongering, because, God forbid, he's given another four years this country is doomed. Mark my word. If Donald is given another four years, 
that would be the end of the United States as we know it. I also think that if he gets another four years, some states are going to secede from this United States because they don't want their territories or their territories to be in the hands of a lunatic. But all that we can do is wait and see. I'm hoping that you all who are eligible have already registered to vote. And I pray that you will not just register, but come election day, you will turn out in great numbers against this evil called Donald Trump. Enough about him. We have better things to talk about. There's so much happening in the news. We are hearing about all of this police brutality in spite of the protests that are taking place across the country. You still have cops out there killing young black men. That, to me, is so disrespectful, so racist, that you're not using your heads before you try to make an arrest or if someone runs off before shooting them in the back you are you have been trained i don't know what kind of training you guys are getting but it's certainly not a training of de-escalation it's a training of escalation causing disputes between cops and uh, civilians. You all need to live in the communities in which you are serving so that you can get to know the community. I've been saying this for a while. That's the only way, the only way that I believe some of this will end. And let's face the reality of it. There will always be bad cops. There have been bad, bad cops since the beginning of time. But those cops should not be allowed on the streets. In fact, cops like those should never have been hired in the first place. So there has to be a way in which to, um, to know who are the bad cops and who are the good cops? One suggestion that I have. During the recruitment process or after these potential cops are recruited, take them all out to a bar, get them stone drunk, stone drunk, then question them about race, religion, and so many other things that they are killing people over. Question, question them because the truth will come out eventually. You find out what a person truly, uh, truly thinks when they are under the influence. They speak their minds, they speak their guts, and as such, you will know whether or not to admit some of these fools 
into the police force, into the army, and into the military. That's just one solution I have. If you have some more, by all means, share them with me. I would love to hear from you guys. Another thing, too, is um, these cops appear to be so heartless. And that bothers me. All of the videos that I've seen over the last few years are cops that are showing absolutely no judgment, no heart. And it makes you think, what kind of training these, did these guys get? What kind of training? There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense to me. Like the secret code that exists in every police precinct around the nation. There is a secret code. You cannot tell me that these cops aren't told, at least some of them aren't told to do some of the heinous things that they have done. And still, they get off scotch-free. How does that make sense to anyone who has a brain in his head? It really doesn't make sense to me. So there has to be filters. There has to be um, a change in the way policing is done. Community-based policing. Allow members of the communities to police themselves. Because obviously, the system and the cops who work for the system is not working. They're not doing a good job. And they're being of more danger to society than society is being a danger to themselves. There has to be a better way. There has to be a better way of policing in this nation. Too many young black men are losing their lives and black women. Too many, way too many, to make it even worse. These cops don't even, don't even care that someone is videotaping them. That's how serious it is. You're being videotaped. You're being documented for all the world to see. Still, you carry out your brutality on a human being. God May God have mercy on your soul. May he really have mercy on your soul. I don't know what is going on in this country, but it has to end by any means necessary, whether by force or by peace, whether by violence or through peace. It has to end somehow, some way, and very soon. I'll be back. Keep it locked. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. 
Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Soul Food and Lemonade with me, Deli, holding it down right here. You know, um, as I look around the country, all over the country, there is chaos breaking out, um, especially because of this um, protest, racial protest. But I am still asking, why aren't the protester demand that the president steps down? There I make a mistake again, I call him the president. He is not the president. Why don't they make a demand that Donald Trump and his clan step down and hand the government over to someone or a group that is capable of running the country? It makes no sense whatsoever that this guy who has been slipping and sliding with lies splattering all over his face he's stepping in it every day in the media on Twitter it doesn't make sense to me that he's still there still making a mess and no one is holding him accountable for the things that he is doing in fact he is eroding the Constitution he is totally eroding and ignoring the Constitution and for the life of me I cannot see why the powers that be allow Donald Trump to do the things that he's doing The protest that we are seeing all over this country is not about black against white. It's about blacks against racism, injustices, and the freedoms that they or us are being denied as black people. Anyone who says, look what they're doing to America should be saying, look what America is doing to us. Look what America has done to black people. Just look. No one can deny the, the, the injustices and the racism, the systemic racism that some of them claim does not exist. We're seeing it every single day play out in real time before our eyes. Black people have been, have been enslaved for over 400 years. 
and still is being enslaved. If you wish to be honest with yourself, you would admit that. But no, honesty is not a part of who some of you are. The Bill of Rights protect the basic freedoms of every citizen of this country. That Bill of Rights took effect on December 15th 1791, limiting the powers of the federal government and protecting the rights of all citizens, residents, and visitors in American territory. The Bill of Rights protects freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the right to keep and bear arms, the freedom of assembly, and the freedom to petition. It also prohibits unreasonable searches, seizures, or seizures, cruel and unusual punishment, and compelled self-incrimination. Those are the things that the Bill of Rights guarantee to all Americans. Why? Under God's green earth, we are seeing the things that we are seeing happening in this country. Why are we acting like one of those countries over there in the Middle East that does not respect its citizens? Why are we trying to militarize the streets of America? Why are we tear-gassing peaceful protesters just so that Donald can get a photo op in front of a church with the Bible held upside down? Did he, did it, did he do that on purpose? Hold the Bible upside down on purpose? Because we know that he does not have a religious bone in his body, let alone a conscience. Why are these things happening in this country? Why does the media continuously focus on him? There's so many other things that they should be focusing on, like the daily brutality of young black men, and in some case women. Focus on the system that does not allow black people to own businesses, to get better education, to get a loan so that they can buy or purchase a home. Focus on things that really matter. Do not focus your time and your energy reporting all of the nastiness and the, disgust, the disgusting things that Donald is doing. Hatred is eating him slowly. Hatred is eating at his heart on a daily basis, minute by minute, second by second, hour by hour. I 
I do not understand why this fool is in office for as long a time that he has been there. Remember earlier I said there are a lot of things that do not make sense to me? That is one of many things that I'm still baffled about, quite honestly. And many of you out there think that these things aren't strategically planned to hold us down as black folks. We have Stephen Miller, Jared Kushner, Kellyanne Conway, and others, all plotting on a daily basis to yank the rights, brutalize, and gun down black people. That is what they do. That is what they are good at. Evil. To see that young black man gunned down in Atlanta because he was brandishing a taser running away from the cops, that was not justified. It wasn't. Then to see that video on YouTube where that man was protecting his six-year-old son from the cops who wanted to enter his apartment, and the guy was begging and pleading to them not to enter his apartment, they do not have a warrant to enter his apartment. They have no right to be there. The cops put their foot inside his door to hold the door open. I believe for over 13 minutes, this man was telling them, you do not have a right to enter my apartment. Go away. Leave. Leave. That's all he wanted them to do. I don't know if that guy's dead or he's alive because the video ended, I guess, when they started struggling with him in his own home. That should not be allowed to happen in these United States of America. We're always busy policing the world. We're always busy rubbing our noses in other people's business because we claim that they are doing wrong against their citizens. Look what we have been doing to our citizens for over 400 years. Look at the wrongs that we have done time and time and time again to blacks, to Native Americans, to Latinos, Look at the wrongs we have done. Why do we feel it justified or justifiable that we should be presiding over the world when we have some of the biggest problems where race is concerned in this country? Why should anyone listen to America? Why should anyone take this nation seriously? 
America is a joke to the entire world right now because we are not treating our citizens right. We are hypocrites. I'll be back. Keep it locked. Thanks for listening to Soul Food and Lemonade with Delhi. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. Goat. G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in, spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the goat. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, don't tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. For many years, in fact, for centuries, black people have to deal with some of these um, disturbing images that we've been seeing on television. Some of you, your grandparents, have experienced firsthand some of the brutality that has been taking place throughout this country for centuries. Some of your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents evolved, of all experienced some of these things. And this is 2020, and we are still seeing this brutality taking place on a daily basis. Because I'm sure that this takes place every day in some corner in America. The only thing is that some of it is televised some of it hit the media while there are countless others that haven't been reported by the media the killing of George Floyd really did something to me I could not watch the video in its entirety I was so angry I wanted to take matters in my own hands because at the end of the day, I am black. Something that I am godly proud of. The struggle that my people have been through 
for so many years and we are still going through every single day only a black person could withstand these trials and tribulation and not going out there mass murdering white people. Only a black person. That is because naturally we have a forgiving heart. We have a forgiving spirit. But there is going to come a time when even your forgiving spirit and your forgiving heart will cease from operating in a forgiving way. What we're seeing right now is the beginning of things to come. What we're seeing right now are black people willing to risk it all, corona or no corona. Every day they're out there marching, not just black people. Let's not forget that. It's black, it's white, it's Latinos, it's Native Americans, it's people of all race, countries. Everyone is out there representing because everyone knows that the systemic racism exists. Everyone knows that the injustice is real. Everyone knows that you stand a chance of walking out of your door and do not return home because you've run into some bad cops. Parents are scared to send their kids out the door, into schools, into churches, because these things, or I should say these acts that the cops are carrying out are not justified. They are just not justified. And anyone who makes an attempt to justify some of the things that these cops are doing, you are just as evil in your heart as some of these police officers. Why aren't the good cops speaking out more? Why aren't the good cops speaking out more are they trying to protect their jobs and their pensions and so on and so forth why aren't they speaking out more every now and then you see someone shows up on television and they speak out and they end up losing their jobs or discipline or face discipline of some sort knowing quite well that's the price they have to pay because they have a heart. They have a family. They have parents. They have children. And I commend those few cops who stand up and say, what you are doing is wrong. You have those idiot cops in New York City who come out speaking about respect the badge. This badge is not stained. Trust me, the badge is stained. In fact, that badge is rust 
from the amount of evil that you guys have carried out on black people in New York City, in Minneapolis, in many cities around this country. This is a daily occurrence. And like I said before, some of it get reported, others don't. Just this week, they hang a young black man. They're saying it's suicide. What is going on in America should not be going on in this country or any other country in the world. We need to respect people for who they are. We need to respect the rights of people. The law needs to work as it was intended. If all men are created equal, treat all men as such. Treat every single citizen as if they were created equal. But this is just the beginning of what to come. This here is the tip of what is to come. And I guarantee you, if this continues to happen, we're going to see bloodshed in this country and the loss of property like nobody's business. If Trump gets a second term, we are all doomed in hell with him. I am frustrated. You are frustrated. We all are frustrated because it seems as if the more we sit silent and talk about racial equality and racial justice, it's the more wrong they do to us. People are going crazy. People are spitting in the face of others, coughing in the face of other people because of all of this mess that's going on. We have to respect each other's differences, whether we want to or not. You need to respect the rights of every human being. If you were, if some of you were from where I come from, you would be jacked up so bad, you would wish you hadn't been born. I, I'm telling you. And I dare anyone to come into my face talking mess, let alone attempt to spit on me. I dare anyone to try that with me. That would be my last day of freedom and probably my last day of life. I give people the respect that they deserve whether or not I know them. You attract what you give out. If you disrespect someone, they're going to disrespect you. We have to get to a point we have to get to a point where even although we disagree we respect each other we respect each other as human beings 
We respect each other as a member of this global community. We respect each other as citizens of the United States. We respect each other's differences. I don't care if you're gay, straight, lean, or mean. We must respect each other. We must get to that place where we respect each other. We must get to that place where the cops do not gun us down because they are cowards. The police are cowards. Any cop who is quick to pull out his gun and gun anyone down, he is a coward. Because if you have a gun and it's three or four or two or even one of you, and you cannot, you cannot contain one person who is unarmed. You should not have been on the police force in the first place. You are weak. You are useless. You are a piece of crap. If you cannot de-escalate a situation without gunning down an innocent person. I am so upset over all of this shooting. Mentally, it's doing something to me. Psychologically, it's doing something to me. Emotionally, it's doing something to me. And I'm damn well sure I am not the only person that this is affecting the way that it is affecting me right now. We all want this to stop. We want to be able to live our entire lives without it getting cut short by a coward cop. We want to be able to enjoy our family just like they're able to go home to their families. We want to be able to enjoy life. The life given to us by God, not for man to cut it short. And then you're going to tell me to respect police officers? Why? Give me one single reason why. Because the truth of the matter is that the bad things that bad cops do also reflect on the good cops, especially if those good cops aren't speaking out, especially if they're remaining silent, especially if they turn a blind eye, especially if they see someone being abused and they do not step in to defuse the situation. So don't try to tell me, oh, all cops aren't bad. They are if they're looking away on the injustice that is plaguing black America. You are equally, equally, equally evil as the rest of you if you're not saying anything. 
And it gives, it gives me a glimmer of hope because I see police chief out there taking a knee, siding with the protesters, because they know, although they're not perfect, they're trying to do the right thing. Is it enough? Hell no, it's not enough. But at least they are attempting to show some empathy, some sympathy, and to show that they have hearts like most of us do. This pisses me off, man. It really does pisses me off. Because I'm seeing this every single day. Every day. Basketball court all wet. Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, grown worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services US and kids the presents. What to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You know, anyone who sees these things happening in this country and choose to remain silent... You are not a good person. How can you be a good person if you see these things are happening and you don't voice your concern about the injustices that are being carried out against one group of people? Akil Carter and um, an 18-year-old black man he was on his way from church with his grandmother who was white in a small town called Wawatsota in Wisconsin suddenly a police officer pulled them over the next thing you know he said that a gun was drawn at them and they were ordered out of the car Carter recalled that he was so terrified for his life because he didn't know what was going to happen next. He was handcuffed and put in the back of the squad car. When he was finally released, police simply said to them that there was a misunderstanding. Didn't really apologize for what had happened. 
The officer claimed that he was stopped because they had received a tip that a black man had stolen a white woman's car. He was in the car with his white grandmother. Okay? Some idiot called the cops and reported that he had stole he had stole his grandmother's car. Carter said he just wanted to live. He felt as if he was white, if he was white, it would have been completely different. If he was white, he wouldn't have been stopped in the first place. But because he's a young black man with a white grandmother, they automatically assume that because he was with this older white woman in the car, he stole her car. This is what we have to put up with. This is what so many people have gone through, lost their lives because of this craziness that are taking place in America of all places. People are pissed for a reason. People are pissed for a reason. Don't tell me that racism does not exist. Don't tell me that racial profiling does not exist. Do not tell me that there is no racial issues in this country. Don't tell me that all lives matter. Because in this America, that's not true. It simply isn't true. We must continue to have these conversations. As God is my witness, we must continue to have these conversations. But what do you do when the conversation fails? And it always seemed to fail. It always seemed to go back to what it was before the conversation took place. It may cool off for a moment, but rest assured, it always seemed to pick up steam again. And we go back to forgetting that all men are created equal and everyone deserves the same respect because we are all human beings bleeding the same red blood go to the same grave when we are dead wealthy or poor this has to change this Behavior and this killing of innocent black men has to change. And at this point, it doesn't matter to me if that young black man had a criminal record or he has a clean slate. It does not matter. He does not deserve losing his life either way. Because white people do not lose their lives at a rate at which black people lose their life over stupid things or over anything at all. It doesn't happen in this America. 
What if the tables are turned and black people start killing cops? Black people start shooting innocent white people, killing them. How do you think America would react on day one? For black people, this is day 400 years. We must do better as a nation. We have to do better as a people. We must do better as an, as an institution. We must provide proper training for police officers. Why would you go to school for four years, and in some cases seven or ten, when cops only get what, 21, uh, 21 weeks of training? Something like that. So something is lacking somewhere. And it starts with the system of government. The system is flawed. The system needs to be overhauled. And I, like a lot of other people, I am in favor of defunding the police and putting those funds into the community where those funds can make a difference and prevent our black boys and black girls from being slaughtered with or without reason. No one should be killed. No one should be slaughtered. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, purple, green, whatever. You're not supposed to lose your lives by the people who are supposed to be protecting your life. And like I said earlier, if you are a cop and you have a gun and a badge and you're not strong enough mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically to restrain one individual's, one individual rather, and in a lot of cases that individual is much smaller than you are. If you cannot defuse the situation, there is a serious problem. You should not have been a police officer. I was in Irvington, New Jersey just the other day, and I don't know what took place. But apparently, I counted seven cop cars. Seven. Three ambulances come on the scene just because someone may have stolen something. One person, seven cop cars, each car, at least four of the car has two cops each. The others were single cops. Why do you need seven cars to show up for one individual? Three ambulances. Explain that to me. Not only is it a waste of resources, it's a, way of it's a waste of taxpayers' money that you're squandering for nonsense in a lot of cases. 
And I'm not, I'm not going to say that we do not need police. God knows we do need the police because order has got to men, order has got to be maintained at some point in time. But the rate at which they are using the police and calling the police for nonsense sometimes. People should be held responsible for calling 911 when there's really no serious crime. Worst, you call 911 and the person you call 911 on is black and they end up losing their lives because the wrong racist ass cop shows up. Yes, we need law. Yes, we need order. But at what, 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 at whose expense? The expense of black people? It shouldn't be that way. And this is what you see time and time and time and time again. You see this all the time. And you're telling me that the Black Lives Matter movement is of no use. You're telling me that the march that has been going on for years back in the 50s, 60s, 70s were of no use. You're telling me that we should just be silent, shut up. We shouldn't have a voice. We shouldn't be speaking up for our human rights. I am not buying it. I'm not listening. You're talking, but I'm not hearing you because you're not making sense. There's no way in heaven or hell we're going to roll over and die because you don't handle a situation like a country and like a president and blaming everybody besides the bad police that are on the street wreaking havoc in the lives of innocent people, period. Something has got to change in this America because there are going to be bloodshed, 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 loss of property, which can be replaced, but your lives cannot be replaced. Once the cop take your life, that's it. So America has got to decide if, it's wa if it wants to be on the wrong side or on the good side. If we're going to repair race relations in this country, or are we going to continue to tear one race apart? Cops need to be fired. They need to lose their pension. Those pensions should be going to the families of the people that they murder. Cops should not be protected for doing wrong. The Constitution and local laws are allowing bad cops to get rehired in other parts of the country without being disciplined
or they may serve a few months or a year or two, then they co come back and then they can hold their job as a cop somewhere else. That should not happen anywhere, anywhere whatsoever. I'll be back. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. It is so hard to talk about anything else beside, besides what's happening right now. It is extremely difficult. I cannot focus on anything other than the rights of people that we are seeing trampled on. It's hard to focus. It's hard not to say anything. And it's hard to ignore. It is also very difficult for me to sit here and uh, reflect on... Um, Dylan Roof, the guy who killed nine people in the um, Charlotte, in the North Carolina church a few years back. How he was, um, he was caught and um, was taken to Burger King for a meal. They had bulletproof vests on this guy. 
taken to Burger King for a meal and was brought in wasn't murdered wasn't beaten wasn't trampled didn't have a knee to his neck he was treated like someone who has not who hadn't committed a crime nine people taken nine black lives were lost on that day okay let's not forget that let's not forget that fast forward to 2020 you're wondering why people are upset really i am pissed and none of them are my family members i am so upset at this system right now i am upset at police officers who wants to play the who uh, police officer who wants to play the victims asking for respect respect is something you earn you earned respect it's not given away like the air that we breathe you earn that so until you start to do right by black people there will be no respect shown to you imagine just imagine once again just imagine if black cops go out killing white people what would happen to those black cops that cop in minnesota remember that that black cop who uh shot that white lady he was sentenced he's in jail where is the justice for black people crazy right but um i know one thing if um if uh this country does not change its ways right now black people are sick and tired but they can get we can get even more sick and tired than we are right now if things do not change we must demand change we should not let up on these protests until changes are made not just a band-aid change we need substantial change we need reforms we need police force to be dismantled and built from scratch police force need to reflect the makeup of the community in which they are serving only until that time will we see some of these police shootings take a drastic turn and will be lessened you cannot have white cops serving in black communities who are not sensitive to the needs and the plights of communities in which they serve white cops need to serve in white neighborhoods black cops need to serve in areas that they were born and raised in 
You cannot serve in a community where you do not understand or even pretend to try to understand what those communities are going through. You cannot serve in my community, then drive off into your suburbs 10, 20, 15 miles away. It should never work like that, and it must not work like that. People need to start demanding, demanding that they get the kind of respect that they, that, that they deserve. We need to start demanding that the cops that are serving in our neighborhoods look like us. We need to start demanding that police interact with the citizens of each neighborhood and not just show up when it's time to make an arrest. We need to demand by any means necessary. And if your mayor or the powers that be does not comply, vote his behind out of office and find someone else who will comply. We cannot, I, reply, I repeat, we cannot, we cannot continue to have the same thing happening to us time and time and time and time again and not demand the change that we need. It just cannot continue to work like that. Doing the same thing over and over and getting no results is a form of sanity. Jane Fander, Jane Fander, actress Jane Fander, she made a statement on CNN that says even the poorest of white people have privilege. We need to recognize that. That is coming from Jane Fonda. She was speaking with Don Lemon on CNN when she uh, made that statement. And she's so right. Because the way they come into black neighborhoods and treat black, uh, black citizens is not the way they would go into a poor white neighborhood and treat those white people. She's right. This, this, this has got to change, brothers and sisters. This has got to change, but it cannot change. Once again, it cannot change unless we want the change. Jane Fonda said, Jane Fonda, let me get that right. Even the poorest of us have had privilege, and we need to recognize that. And we have to understand what it is that keeps racism in place. The policies, redlining, banking policies, mortgage policies, all of the things that are really making it very, very difficult for black people to lift themselves up. The policies have to be changed. And then white people have to understand the history that has led to this. 
And we have to try to change within ourselves. And we have to get to know black people. And we have to understand the reality they live in. And we have to do it now. Those are words coming from Jane Fonda. A woman who understands quite well what is going on in this country that a lot of people want to ignore and sweep it under the rug as if it's not happening. But the thing is, you can sweep it under the rug one day, it's going to surface. And it's going to get so bad that nothing is going to stop black folks from tearing up crap, from destroying neighborhoods, from burning buildings, from fighting back, not even the guns that you so preciously hold on to is going to stop people from rising up against the unjust, the unjust American system of government. Because that's where it starts. These cops do not have the power that they have unless it was given to them by the powers that be. Let's recognize that. Let's recognize that. Let's recognize that. When you have cops who are good and are trying to do the right thing, they're talked about, they're mocked, they're labeled, and sometimes they themselves need security because their lives are threatened. This is America. This is the America in which we live. This is the America that is going into other people's country and telling them how they should live their lives and how they should run their system of government. What's wrong with that? Everything is wrong with that because we have become hypocrites. court all wet because the players kept dribbling on it <laughs> the dad joke corny grown worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids what did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school bye son <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule make your kid laugh today go to fatherhood.gov Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in... I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. 
To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Thanks for listening to Soul Food and Lemonade with Deli. If you're just joining me, just want to welcome each and every one of you to Soul Food and Lemonade. This, this, uh, this has been a tough show for me to do, but it has been building up for a while. Um, you cannot just sit by and say nothing and do absolutely nothing. So whoever is speaking out at this time, who understands what black people have been going through, and have seen no change in sight, I want to say on all of us behalf, thank you so much. Right now, I'm just going to play, um, I'm just going to play you the, uh, portion of the portions of the interview from uh, Jane, Fonder, Jane Fonda and um, Don Lemon. Keep it locked. After film of police beating Rodney King uh, became public and then the officers were never held accountable and this is different and I think it's important for us to recognize that the media cameras may be focused on the breaking of windows and the burnings and the fires but the vast majority of people at least in the cities where I've talked to people and from what I've seen on TV is nonviolent. These are people who are, they're white, they're Latinx, they're old, they're young, they're in wheelchairs, they have children with them, they have dogs with them, and it's organized. Black Lives Matter, Color of Change. They don't want violence. I don't know who the people are that are doing the violence, but I think what matters is that more and more people, white people, are getting it. When Donald Trump was elected and the Band-Aid was torn off and people could see very blatantly the racism in this country that's always been there, but it was revealed in a new and more uh, robust way to us and then encouraged by this administration, I think a lot of white people got it. And maybe like me, I realized that I didn't understand enough about the history of racism, about slavery and reconstruction and Jim Crow and the new Jim Crow. And so for the last three years, I've very intentionally been studying. I've been reading all kinds of books to help me understand. And I know that there's been, um, I mean, you've laid out very clearly what the problem is, what people are seeing, the history of racism and violence against black people. Spike did a beautiful job talking about it. Um, I'd, I'd like to talk for a minute about um, what I think needs needs to happen. I, I don't mean just because of Minneapolis. Let me just pa pause there for a moment. Jane Fonda, she took it up on herself. You heard her. She took it up on herself to educate herself about the history of what black people went through. And let's not forget, Jane Fonda has raised an African-American daughter, a beautiful young lady, an accomplished young lady in her own rights. 
Yet she didn't quite understand. Until recently, as she states, she's been studying and she's been reading and educating herself about what black people have been through. That's what white America needs to do. You cannot just look at us and say he is bad, she is bad, he's of no good, she's of no good, without understanding why some of us behave the way that we do and why you treat us the way that you do. Until this country comes with the grips of what he, it has done for centuries to black people, Native Americans, and other groups, this country will never be at true peace. These politicians, they need to realize that they have children and grandchildren. The evil that some of them are doing today is going to affect their children, if not their children, their grandchildren, if not their grandchildren, their grandchildren's children. Karma is a bitch. And when it comes, it's going to show no mercy. Money cannot rescue you. No amount of money that you have in the world can give you peace of mind. Long, long lasting peace of mind. So we need to understand that. Let's go back to Jane Fonda. But it's, there's a kind of two tracks to the process towards solution. First of all, we have to get rid of this administration because this country should not be burdened with somebody like that and the people that are all around him and enabling him. And so we're, we're at a very important moment. We have a, an election coming. We have a pandemic crisis, we have a climate crisis, we have a race crisis, and, and we have a choice to make. Jane Fonda is so right. We have all those choices that we need to make, and we need to make it like 10 years ago, if you ask me. America has got to change the mentality of people towards black people will need to change. The system of governing will need to change because that's where it starts. It didn't just start out of the blue. It has to change by force or willingly. Things have got to change. It cannot and should not be business as usual in this country. And let's not forget, no one is born a racist. Being a racist is something that you learn from your parents or grandparents or whatever. No, none of us are born racist. So, having said that, we can stomp it out with love or with war, with peace or with war. Racism has got to go it has no place, absolutely no place in any society whatsoever. 
but we continue to stroke it and stroke it and, and um, nurture it. Now that it's out of control and we see places burning down and uh, people are acting, acting up. And rightfully so. Because people are tired, people are fed up. When people's backs are up against the wall, they have no choice than to react. Absolutely no choice than to react accordingly. So none of us should be surprised of what is happening right now. Absolutely none of us should be surprised. But we've got to change. We as a society has to change. I cannot stress that enough. I cannot say it enough. We have to change our ways. We have to change the way we govern, the way we treat other people who are not like us. It has got to be changed. No ifs, ands, or buts. It has to change. On a lighter note, Barbara Streisand helped George Floyd's daughter become a Disney shareholder. Barbara Streisand just gave George's daughter, uh, George's younger daughter, a gift that's worth its weight in gold, especially long term in the form of stocks to be him to be of a company. Disney. The six-year-old Gianna Floyd posted about the nice gesture on her personal Instagram page saying thank you at Barbara Streisand for my package. I am now a Disney stockholder. Thank you. She also threw a few photos of the official Disney stock certificates. Oh my God, that is, that is so heartwarming. Barbara Streisand did not have to do that. But don't forget, Barbara Streisand is a Jewish lady. And she understands what it is to be hated. Because her family may have gone through the same thing. Her family may have gone through the same thing. Um, I think, I think I've, I've talked enough about this thing, man, and I could go on forever because it's, it, it really weighs heavily on my heart, heavily on my heart. This country can be better. This country can be greater if we stump out the hate. That is the biggest virus, the one plague, the one disease that America needs to rid itself of. Then and only then can this country be great. This country has never been great, never ever been great. And all the political slogan and rhetorics that we hear over the, over the years and over a time, it's just that, rhetorics. This country has never been great. However, we can make it great if we stomp out racism, police brutality, 
and all the other injustices that are taking place in this society. I am speaking up because I'm a citizen of this country. I pay taxes. I vote. So I have all the rights that was given to me on the day I became a U.S. citizen. Even before that, as a resident. So I have all the right to speak my mind regarding this racial situation. Because it could be America today. It could be Jamaica tomorrow with the Chinese trying to take over. It could be any one of us or someone we know that get killed by the police. It really could. When I return, I'm going to be, you know, touching on some other topics for the, for the rest of the, um, the remaining 30 minutes that I have with you guys. You're in tune to Soul Food and Lemonade. And um, by the way, you can participate in the show. If you would like to do so, inbox me if there's something pressing on your heart that you want to speak about, that you want us to do a show about, inbox me and we will get to it. This is not just my show, it's our show. So you are free to, to voice your thoughts and your opinions about whatever subject matter that you would like to talk, talk about. I'm going to take a break and I'll be back. Basketball court all wet. Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, grown worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Soul Food and Lemonade. Thank you guys for checking out the show, man. Listen, I am so passionate about uh, the black movement. I'm not racist. But 
Black I am and black I will always be and as such I have to stand up for my own race in whatever capacity that may be. So a 30-year-old wildlife conservation officer was shot dead with three people in custody, investigators say. So um, a Florida fish and wildlife conservation officer was found shot to death on Sunday morning and three suspects are now in custody, investigators say. Julian Keene Jr. is a 30-year-old African-American he was off duty at the time of the shooting. Sheriff's deputies responded to the scene early on Sunday morning in La Belle, about 55 miles northeast of Cape Coral, and found Keene, the Hendry County Sheriff's Office said. So sad. We don't know if he was murdered. Well, he was shot dead, so obviously he was murdered. But as of right now, we do not know the circumstances surrounding the death. And hopefully, they will do a uh, thorough investigation and not just try to cover up whatever happened. Because that has been happening a lot lately, especially in the case where black men are being killed. We learn about the recent hanging of a black man. And um, they're saying that he had committed suicide his family said hell to the no he didn't do that so we we just don't know but we have to wait and see what they're telling us not that we will believe it we will believe it when a thorough investigation is done and when they get to the bottom of that story so the mayor of Tulsa blasted one of his police department's top commander after the officer denied that there is systemic racism in law enforcement, then said African-Americans probably ought to be shot more. Tulsa Chief of Police Wendell Franklin, the first African-American to hold that position on Thursday, also denounced the, the incendiary comments made by Mayor Travis Yates. Chief Wendell Franklin and the Tulsa Police Department want to make it very clear that they do not endorse, condone, or support Yates' comments made on the show, a statement from the TPD said. So he said this on a show, I, 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 from what I'm getting this. This matter has been referred to our internal affairs Oh, yeah. Yates was on a KFAQ, I guess a television station, on Monday in a weekly seg segment called Behind the Blue Line when he said there is no institutional racism in policing. Yeah, right. We all know that. A blind man can see that. So you guys can deny it all you want. It exists. And it's tough that some white folks are wearing blinders. They will forever wear blinders because they do not want to know that what they're doing is evil. They know it in their hearts, though. You cannot deny. You may do it with a straight face, 
But I'm sure at nights, your rest cannot be an easy one. So um, Facebook user Alison Goodbaum shared a video of a maskless woman in the city of New York in a bagel shop yelling expletives and purposely coughing on fellow customers. The woman Goldberg said, Goldbaum said, overheard her asking the store's employee to enforce mask wearing in the establishment and then she lashed out. The video has since been um, reposted on Instagram and Twitter and has went viral receiving 4.9 million views and spurring comments to identify the woman who they claim is a former employee of Will Cornell Medicine. Will Cornell responded to the allegations, stating that the woman had not been an employee since January of 2020 and that the behavior exhibited in the video was abhorrent. That's sick. I am surprised these customers didn't smack the crap out of this woman because that's what I would have done. Come coughing in my face, not knowing what kind of disease you're carrying or what kind of virus. I would have slapped the crap out of you, woman. I would. I kid you not. I, I am praying that this doesn't become the norm in this country, but it may be too late. It may quite well be a little bit too late. It's going to take a divine intervention to change some of our hearts. Now get this. The Black Lives Matter mural vandalized hours after it was painted in Vermont. A Black Lives, moral, a Black Lives Matter mural outside Vermont's State House was vandalized just hours after being painted, police said. The mural painted sun, uh, Saturday in Montpelier by more than 100 volunteers was smeared early Sunday with several gallons of dirt and oil, leaving one of its 25-foot yellow letters on the state street def defaced. A, consider uh, a considerably... Why can't I talk today? What's going... Maybe I'm too upset. A considerable amount of graffiti was also found on the sidewalk nearby, but referenced government spending and did not appear to be connected to the mural, Police Chief Anthony Fakas told the Post on Monday. People are going wild. People have lost their mind, and they're going crazy. Uh, this is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So get this, a grandmother marries her adopted son who is 24 years old despite their 41 year age difference. A grandmother has tied the knot at age 65 with her 24 year old adopted son. The wedding between, I won't try to pronounce the name, and Ann Ardy Warris, 
took place in South Sumatra, Indonesia. God, I can't read today. According to the local media reports, she and her adopted uh, son last year, they're happy. They're a happy couple. They live together. And she's a blushing bride. That's a disgrace if you ask me. That's not, not only is that shameful and this should, shouldn't even make the news, it's a disgrace. Really is a disgrace. Crazy, right? This is the world in which we are in. All right, so um, on another lighter note, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have reportedly moved mom Doria in as an unofficial nanny. What better person to be a nanny to their children than their grandmother, right? It's been a big year for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. They welcome their son, dealt with being called all sorts of names in the public eye and worried about the future, uh, their future. They then decided to leave royal duties, dealt with all the drama that happened as a result of that, decided to start their charity organization, and their son turned one year old. They moved from London to Canada and officially left their roles as senior royals. Then they moved to the United States. Oh, yeah. And there's a word, uh, there's a World Health Organization, uh, and there's a world health crisis now too that's a lot to manage right so much is happening to these people now that there's some time distance and the world is slowly starting to come back to be it is being reported that megan has moved her mother in to act as an unofficial nanny to her son. Nothing is wrong with that. And she's saving some money while doing that. Who wouldn't want to save money? I don't care how much millions you have. You still want to save some money, right? I would. Um, I'm approaching another break, but when I return, I'm going to share with you uh, the story of a FedEx driver who someone spot on and call him the N-word. I'm going to share that with you. You're listening to Soul Food and Lemonade. Thank you for, for, um, for putting up with me. I've been mumbling. I'm tired, but <laughs> the show's got to go on. I started, and I'm going to finish it by any means necessary. I will not always, um, I will not always uh, promise you a perfect show, because quite Quite honestly, I am imperfect and I don't do a lot of editing because I don't have a lot of time to edit and make the show perfect. So you're not going to always get a perfect show out of me. I'm going to mumble. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to fumble from time to time based on my energy levels or my energy levels. But one thing I'm going to try to do, I'm going to record a show no matter how I feel. Even if I record it in segments, I'm determined from this point on 
to present a show to you guys as often as I possibly can. I would love to do it seven days, well, not seven days a week, five days a week, but right now I cannot promise you that. Because you all also have to understand that I am a one-man operation, I'm a one-man production team, and until I can change that, it is what it is, unfortunately. And I say unfortunately, because it's unfortunate. Until I can hire people to do the job. I'm not at that place yet, but God knows I'm working towards it. And hopefully one day it will happen. Gonna take a break. And when I return, gonna tell you about that FedEx guy. Keep it locked. You're in tune to Soul Food and Lemonade. Thank you guys for listening in and putting up with me. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Soul Food and Lemonade. This next story really touched me when I watched it on Facebook. Here's a young man, 23 years old, who broke down in tears while saying that someone spot on him and called him the N-word while delivering, I guess he was delivering package. His name is Brandon Brackens, 23 years old. And he was making deliveries in Ohio when a motorist nearly struck him and hurled insult at him. Um, I'm going to play the video, let you hear what happened to this young man. This is, this is heartbreaking for me. And um, I, I, I know how I would have reacted. I know exactly how I would have reacted if that was me. It angers me just watching this video because this young man was seriously moved by what happened to him. This is America and these things should not be happening. Unfortunately, they are. So, what the f is the point of all of this protest? If it don't work, I'm in the country right now and I'm delivering 
Hit up at a stop. And I wait to get out. There's a lot of cars waiting. And as I'm getting the package out the back of the truck, this is a pig. Speeds around me, damn near hit me. Caught me and spit on me. Oh my god, dude. I want to bury somebody right now. Why? Why so much hate? Why so much hate? Why? Why? I don't even cry. Like, that just... Oh, my God. Almost hit me. Called me a... And then spit on me. Spit on me? Really? Wow. Just wow. Wow. Call me a and spit on me and almost hit me. Wow. Why? Why so much hate? I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't understand. I got white family. My dad's white. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm literally stopped right now. I'm not even doing anything right now. I can't. I can't even think straight right now. This shit is horrible. I think it's a lot worse than a lot of people think. It's a lot worse. Racism is live. And if any of you ever had to go through that shit firsthand, if any of you ever had to experience racism firsthand, I promise you. It's not that's when I f when I first saw that video, my heart sank for this guy. He's out there making a honest living. Then came some low life piece of crap. messed up the guy's entire day by hurling racist slang and spitting on him. I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot describe to you how that makes me feel. Because earlier, I think it was earlier last week, a lawyer in Wisconsin also spot on a young black guy, 17-year-old kid. And then when you react, get out of your character, and the cops are called, and you start acting or showing any signs of anger, you're likely to be shot dead or put in handcuffs and God knows what happens next. Why so much hate? Why so much hate? You cannot justify hate. There is no logic to hate. Absolutely none. And I just don't get why all of this hate and anger
why can you even explain why you're racist can you even explain the hate that you have inside of you as a result of racism can you find any logic in why you are racist i would love to speak with a racist person to find out exactly what goes on in 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 his mind i would love that opportunity it just does not me it just doesn't make any sense to me it really doesn't why are you hating someone because of the color of their skin because they look different from you why explain to me why if we weren't humans we wouldn't be talking we wouldn't have the same bodily functions and abilities as you the racist piece of crap so what are you trying to say how can you possibly explain to any intelligent human being the reason why you hate me as a black person you can't not in a million years you can't because there's no logic to it you were not born that way your parents may have held that racist views or your grandparents or whoever and transfer it onto you but you were not born a racist it's the most ridiculous thing it's just dumb stupid illogical and make absolutely no sense none whatsoever what fulfillment do you get from being a racist how does it make you feel inside can you sleep well at night because i don't think so i strongly doubt that you're able to sleep well at night do you always have to look over your shoulder because you're racist I think so. As a person who is not racist, I am not going to be walking out in public, watching my back, looking over my shoulder always, scared that a white person is going to attack me. But for you who is racist, how do you react in public when you're around predominantly black or brown people? how does that work i am curious i am so curious about this i'm genuinely curious so if there's anybody out there listening to this show right now and you are probably a racist and would like to enlighten me be my guest be my guest because there's no amount of enlightenment in the world that is going to win me over one way or another it is just dumb it is just plain stupid it makes no sense none whatsoever
None. Family, I have come to the end of the show for today. Thank you guys for listening in. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you to do one thing. Share this show with as many people as you can because I want people to hear this show. And I want them to draw their own conclusions about some of the things that I've said in this show. Continue to listen. Continue to support in whatever ways you can. I would certainly appreciate that. But before I go, let me remind you to go over to ampsocial.net. It's a, uh, an alternative to Facebook. Ampsocial.net. A-M-P-social.net. It's black-owned and operated. Go there. Create your own profile. First of all, you have to sign up. Create your profile. Create a group. Start discussing whatever you feel like discussing. Start sharing photos. Start a dialogue and build your own community. Let's move away from Facebook. Facebook does not serve the best interests of black people. We are trying to fit in where we do not belong. Let's change that and get with the program. Thanks for, what, uh, thanks for listening. I will see you next time. God bless. And have a safe, blessed, and wonderful day. Remember to walk good, talk good, look good, feel good. Know that God is good. If you know God is good, it's all good. Take care of yourself. Love you all. So long. Thanks for listening to Soul Food and Lemonade with Delhi.